Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Kevin Buskey. Kevin, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, George. Let's do it. Excellent. Let's do this. Kevin is the founder and CEO of Guideline Inc., truly advanced retirement platform focused on the participants' outcomes. I'm excited to have you on. Kevin, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure thing. Um, I'm a father of two. Uh, I live in San Mateo, California. I'm an engineer uh, by trade, so out completely outside the realm of uh, finance uh, in general. So I'm adding uh, software into the mix here. Um, on the personal side, I, I'm an aspiring pilot. Um, got about 80 hours under uh, behind the stick over here. Um, that's a little bit about me. Uh, why I do what I do. Um, again, uh, just being a software engineer, I'm a, I'm a builder, I'm an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur, I founded another company called TaskRabbit here in the Bay Area. Um, I've been uh, you know, building uh, software systems uh, for the last 20 plus years um, post high school, so uh, that's why I do what I do, hopefully making a difference on the participant outcome side of things. Nice, well, I appreciate all that. So you're, you're, you're building things. You've got this great software engineering background. You're you're an entrepreneur. What what caused you to to look at the retirement industry? Yeah, absolutely. It was um, I'm definitely one of those people that like to solve problems, and this was a problem that we had uh, at TaskRabbit when I when I was there um, as a founder. I was responsible for the technology side of things, but also. Uh, as a, in a startup, you wear many, many hats. So I was running HR and benefits at the time. Uh, we had picked a plan with uh, one of the payroll providers, had a consultant on top of that plan. Um, and really, we weren't getting any value, right? But we were paying a ton in fees. Um, so what in the end, I started looking at things. We were paying over 2% at the time, I think 2.6%. And we had a participation rate of 35%. So I'm paying all this money. Um, and nobody's using the plan. And uh, I have employees, young employees, who really like the only wrong answer in 401k is to not do it, right? When you're <laughs> in your early 20s, uh, that's that's kind of the, the mantra is just get in there, start investing, and you learn on your way. Because uh, you're talking about you know retirement savings that are going to take a long time to build. So uh, this problem just kept coming up over and over and over. Uh, 2015 rolls around. I knew we were selling TaskRabbit to IKEA at the time, which closed in 2016. So I left, started Guideline, and really what I was doing there is looking for a solution that was right for my employees at TaskRabbit. <clears throat> so no intention whatsoever to go out and, and try to disrupt this industry. I really was just solution finding. I uh, couldn't find it. Uh, never found it. And then I started as an engineer and on the data side of things, started really unpacking, you know, what it was like to uh, offer a 401k to a company. Um, so unpack that whole ecosystem. You start with, you know, record keeping and then you get a TPA and um, a custodian and then you got to have a front end at 316 and 338, et cetera. Um, and really started looking at to where where in these this ecosystem were people actually adding value and how could I change the outcome for those participants that were just doing nothing. Uh, so started at the bottom, 
uh, two years in building our own record keeping solutions. We're largely the only one in the market that owns our own record keeping. Um, and we have for quite some time now. We're almost almost four and a half years, four years in the market. Uh, so tried and true record keeping system, modern. Um, started there and then just kept building um, out uh, the system. And that's kind of in the end, uh, decided that we could do away with asset-based fees, and that's why we're different, as you know, uh, compared to everybody in this ecosystem. And what that did for us is allowed us to focus on people and companies that didn't have access to 401k. So 401k in a traditional ecosystem is priced off of assets. So if you're a small business owner and you've never had a 401k, Guess what? You don't have any assets, so nobody wants your business. Uh, so we we flip that model. We don't have to charge asset-based fees, and we price just like uh, just like Slack, just like Gmail. Um, you know, it's a per participant uh, fee monthly. Um, use it, and you pay for it. Don't use it, don't pay for it. Um, super simple, tried and true, uh, and people are just used to paying for software this way. Uh, so that's why I set out to to uh, what I set out to build is really a need of my own, uh, something I wanted for my employees. Nice. I appreciate that very much. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. So there are so many problems with with retirement here here in the United States. Just what what you're talking about is 100% accurate that 401k uh, solutions historically have been very, very expensive, very, very complex, cumbersome, all these things. And and, and I want to get into that. But I also don't think people realize that something like half of employees in America don't have access to plans. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And when you when you look at that from a small business point of view, it's 90%. 90% of the small businesses in the, in our country don't have access to a 401k plan um, at work, which is just, it's insane. Uh, but it's been that way for the last 40 years since 401k has been around because people look at this and go after assets. So of course you're going after IBM or Google that have hundreds of thousands of employees, right? Because that's how you're going to build uh, your trail on top of uh, other assets. So um, that's just uh, been the focus. If you can't monetize it, you don't want the business, right? Like mm-hmm. that's how it works. Yeah. So is it is it the technology that's been able that that that's enabled you and Guideline to fill this need? Yeah, absolutely. So as a software person, a systems builder, what we've done, what we've been able to do, is take a commodity like record keeping build it ourselves. But typically record keeping is charged both on assets and by seat. Uh, So we started at the bottom, so now we own the record keeping, which really means we just own the data, right? Like that is everybody backs up to matrix or census or something like that. And if you look at their front end and you you track it down, you know, do your NS lookup, find out where the IP address is, it points back to a census. The census is a 30 year old company. Uh, They don't have great front end experiences. Um, et cetera. So for us, like we, we had to own the data. So we built our record keeping solution and then we built every piece on top of that inside of an engine. So we have a compliance engine. We have our front end website, which is really just a client to the back end, um, et cetera. So the technology, the software aspect of guideline 
is what gives us our advantage. That is our technical moat, uh, so to speak. Um, and then, of course, the business model itself, plus all the compliance. And I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. But that's another, you know, as much as we are a fintech company or a reg tech company, a regulation uh, technology company. So um, absolutely, software has made the difference here because you don't have to pay all of these salaries. We're 170 people and we have almost 18,000 small businesses on our platform. So you can only do that with software. You try to, if you look at that compared to ADP or Paychex, uh, you know, they have thousands and thousands of just salespeople, um, yet we're growing faster. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it's super interesting. Sure. So you attribute that to that you own the, um, the custodian. So that's where the actual retirement plan is, is held. Right. Yeah, actually. So not the custodian. And there's a cool stipulate. There's a cool rule there. And it makes a ton of sense. We are the record keeper. And then we have a custodian which happens to be State Street Bank. So uh, per the IRS, Department of Labor and all the other regulations, you cannot be a record keeper and a custodian. So you have to have those checks and balances. And they're there for a reason. Right. So we're a startup. We're five years old, but we manage four billion dollars. Those four billion dollars in assets are at State Street Bank in Boston. Like you don't have to worry about that with guideline. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so you've been able to to own the record keeper, whereas the paychecks and the ADPs of the world, you're growing so much faster than they are, and they have all these different layers, all these employees, and and then you look at other traditional record keepers like I don't know that it, like Principal or Mass Mutual just just sold off their retirement plan business. Why haven't they gone through the exercise of of having their own record, you know, doing what yeah. what 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 you've done? That's a good question. Some have. ADP definitely has their own record keeping, but they're not really a user experience type of company, right? They're just traditionally sold and they're monetized that way. So they have all these salespeople they have to pay to sell plans. We don't actually go out and we, we don't do any outbound sales. We're not trying to sell you something that may not be appropriate for you. So we don't do any of that. So we're just structured differently. Um, we're really about building wealth, not about monetizing wealth. So for us, this is an access gap play. So 90% uh, of our customers have never had a 401k before, uh, ever. So if you think about the legacy ecosystem inside of 401k, um, you're looking at, uh, you know, 35, 40 years of building assets, which you monetize. You can't switch that business model overnight, lose all that trail, and then hope to charge somebody for software that they don't like using. So that's it's a pretty difficult thing to, to switch on a dime like that. Will they do it? I think the industry is headed our way. Um, I think we've got a massive lead out there uh, in regards to number of plans and, and participants and experience we're just you know we're structured as a software company that's how we deliver our, our solution to the market so um, i think it would be difficult for them to navigate into our space and we haven't seen it yet from any of the big players yeah you said uh building wealth not monetizing wealth is that the term you used that's that's what i use <laughs> i think that that's yeah. i think that that's a very good one there's so much uh in the financial advisory world that's moving towards you know, fee-based or hourly versus an assets under management. Um, so it, it's, it's fascinating. So you, you made the decision to not charge participants that asset fee. And so 
that 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 means that when somebody has a traditional 401k, they're paying the record keeper just for the pleasure of having the 401k plan versus if I just went and opened up an IRA, there wouldn't be any kind of an asset fee on there. Um, and that's that's a really big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. When you look at the industry average, and, and I apologize if my data is a little bit dated at this point, but at least a year ago, industry average was hovering around 1.6%. Um, that was your annual fee. So you can do the math on that and figure out how quickly um, you know, how much you're paying somebody and there's, it's all wrapped and it's, it's hidden very, very well. You have to, as you know, you have to look at your fee disclosures, um, to try and track that stuff down. It's incredibly difficult and it's obscure, um, and it's intentional. And that's the bigger thing. Um, could they make it very easy to show you what you pay in fees? Absolutely. Uh, but they don't have to, right? Because they hope you think it's free. And that's the stat too, um, that's the statistic. 67% of participants don't realize they're paying any fees inside their 401k. They think it's free, they think it's something their company gives them, um, which is just not true. On a traditional sense, companies just pass the buck to the participants and the 401k is largely free to a company. Um, they have some ongoing maintenance, maybe they have to pay for a plan audit or something like that. but. Typically, uh, the larger companies pass all of the cost of the of the plan uh, to the participant. Um, so, when what we're trying to do is really align those incentives, right? So, participants think it's free because they think the company's paying for it. Um, they think it's some sort of benefit. So, our point of view is let's make it a benefit. Like, what is that actual benefit? The benefit is with a guideline 401k, you don't pay any fees and you have access to a 401k. And that's really important. That's a win win scenario. Um, and when you're talking about small businesses and the new tax incentives for the first three, three years of administrative fees, is l largely free to a small business. So, that's just a win win win. Um, and we think that. Uh, you know that's the right way to deliver a 401k to a to a company. Yeah, there's so many things that 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 we could be highlighting about this. And if you're somebody who's listening that's working at a company that doesn't have a 401k, or you're an employer that doesn't currently offer, uh, what Kevin just mentioned was there are great tax credits over the first three years of starting the plan that that do make it really drive essentially cut the costs in half and 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 really make it very very affordable. Um, and and easy to understand and easy to use and I, I completely agree one of those things that attracted me to working in this space was the complexity of it and that it was opaque and it was impossible for people to understand how much stuff cost and it was way too expensive and everybody charged too much and it was pretty gross um, and I, re I really wanted to hit on one more thing um, before we run out of time here is that guideline takes care of a lot of the fiduciary responsibilities at no cost as well. You're the 338 and the 316. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means? Yeah, absolutely. And it's actually kind of core to what we do. So the 316 is just plan administration. So you have to have a plan. You got to do the checks and balances. Make sure that things are on track. Make sure that you have timely deposits and investment of those deposits or contributions um, into the 401k, making sure like kind of the trains are running, right? Like they're on time, they're generally going in the right direction. That's the 316 aspect of, of it. The 338 is actually the investment manager. So what does the fund menu look like? 
Um, what is appropriate for retirement? What is appropriate for a young person coming in right out of college that's 20 years old versus somebody that's you know mid-career like me or late career probably um, in their 40s? Uh, what are the appropriate sort of asset allocations for you, you know those different uh, participants? So um, that's kind of the 338. And for us, we keep it really simple. So and this is this is more of a uh, sort of point of view on retirement planning, and, and it may be unique to us, but I don't think it should be. We're based off of modern portfolio theory, uh, broad diversification of assets. Keep your fees as low as possible and invest. Um, for a long period of time. So that's just really important. So you're not going into uh, your 401k and trading GameStop or Tesla or whatnot. Uh, there are apps for that and that's totally, you know, go do that. Um, uh, for us, it's really about let's get you into appropriate asset class. In fact, we're the only certified 401k robo advisor in the United States and we had it certified by CFEX. We have something called the suitability flow, uh, where you go in, you answer a series of questions, and then we make a model portfolio recommendation to you that's appropriate not only for your age, but also for your risk tolerance. And sitting on top of that algorithm is actually something pretty cool, and it's a confidence score. So you answer all these questions. In those questions, we actually will ask you the same question in different ways, making sure that you truly understand the question that we are asking you. And we build a confidence score right alongside of your regular um, score for risk tolerance. If those two things don't match up, we send you right back to the beginning and you can start over. Um, all of this being said, in the end, you get a model portfolio uh, based off of very similar to like a target date fund from Vanguard or BlackRock, et cetera. Um, but what we do is actually add in another layer in there uh, besides just your age, which is your risk tolerance. So. Um, that's something unique to guideline. Of course, if you feel like you're highly educated in retirement planning, uh, you can bounce out of that. There's an escape hatch. You can go directly to the fund menu and invest off those funds as well. Uh, that's a long way of saying, yes, we are the 338 fiduciary. You won't find anything in our fund menu that's not appropriate for retirement. Um, and that's really important to understand. So we kind of make it uh, possible for you not to make a terrible choice. Um, and that's that's important for me, um, and, and I think is the right way to do retirement planning. Yeah, that certainly does make sense. And I I, I just love that that y'all made the decision to take on the responsibility of being the three sixteen fiduciary and the three thirty eight fiduciary because from my perspective, those are two sticks that the industry has hit clients with and to hit has hit business owners with to scare them to charging yeah. more. Uh, just for years and years and years. And I think that a lot of the other record keepers, 401k providers do charge extra for that. And that's just part of your pricing. So, yeah, it's all, it's all bundled in. It's all been bundled in from, from day one. I think one of our company mantras is, um, do the right thing, even though it's the hard thing. And these are the, you know, those two, I think are the right thing. They're very hard to do. Um, but lucky for us, we, we are the record keeper. We control the experience. So the 316 becomes easier over time. Love it. Well, Kevin, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right, difference-making tip. Um, I think the big one here is to actually edu you know, educate yourself on the fees you're paying inside your 401k. Um, it's your fee disclosure statement. It should be in your portal. If you can find it, that'd be great. 
uh, bring it to your employer. If nothing else, at least have them look at another plan um, that maybe has lower fees for you. This isn't magic. Um, you know, this is retirement savings. It's over the course of 20, 30 years. It can make a, a huge difference, $200,000, $300,000 over the course of, uh, you know, those 20 years. Pretty easy to get there if you can reduce your fees. So uh, that's my big tip. Hopefully you have a better retirement outcome. Well, that, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Where can people get involved with Guideline? Uh, let's see. So you can learn about me. I'm at Kevin Buskey on Twitter, at Kevin Buskey on Instagram. Um, and then also anything uh, related to Guideline, it's just guideline.com uh, with or without the www. Perfect. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Kevin your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find Kevin at Kevin Buskey. That's K-E-V-I-N-B-U-S-Q-U-E on Twitter and Instagram. And check out guideline.com. Thanks again, Kevin. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. And, Cheers. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. <laughs>